0: Morning, evening, night, I don't know, anyway, it's Christmas, by, by the way, when you're listening to this, or when it's released, so,
1: happy Christmas,
0: yes, yes, it is, also, I have a guest, and it's the Beyond Gamer podcast, wow, this intro is just completely different than anything else before, but that's okay, because it's the end of the year, and I'm just super freaking happy, okay, listen, <laughs> <we> d- <laughs> you deserve this, yeah, especially
1: after, like, this entire year, man, like, goddamn. <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh Nick is back. Hello. I've returned once again <laughs> for the 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 end of the year uh podcast which I guess is like a a, a thing. Well, it's really funny cuz um originally there was was a plan for me to do two uh for 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 December, but the problem with that is that, the, is that uh, one would be really short and I just didn't feel like that. So instead, we're going to make this one probably not going to be that long cuz surprisingly there wasn't really a lot of news to cover which is great it's great for me so with that <laughs>
1: makes it easier for you
0: <laughs> well okay sure it makes it a little bit easier um but yeah anyway hello nick how have you been are you glad to finally be be done with 2020
1: man dude like i mean cuz i'm still in college around now and i just and at the time of this recording i did i did just finish up uh, this semester and I mean, it wasn't that hard adjusting to online uh, schooling and everything, but let's just say that my experience was hit or miss with some professors. <laughs> just leave it at oh, that. Oh
0: jeez, yeah. I could I I could imagine especially if you haven't uh been used to online schooling. It's like completely different, completely different than than Well, not what you would even Well, not expect. even
1: just that. There's just like, you know, I had I had three classes this semester and two of the professors they adjusted well and one of them uh didn't. So we'll just we'll just leave it, it at that. I don't want to go into the details.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um I've been able to play some games though during, during uh oh the lockdown. <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> hmm. Well, I have been doing a challenge run of Kingdom Hearts two final mix, um, where I play I did I did this with Kingdom Hearts One, actually. Um want to say it was last year um but the challenge run basically is you play on proud mode which is hard difficulty for those that don't know and i don't equip any armor or accessories throughout the whole run and i stick with base kingdom key throughout the entire game and i mean it's been fun but there have also been its fair share of challenges namely uh sephiroth uh zigbar and uh Ring <laughs> Well.
0: Ling Ring Well.
1: God. <sighs> anyway. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Double Survivor 1. Um, I think I'm actually pretty close to finishing the game, but it's been a while since I last played it, so that's going to be interesting. And okay. last thing, I've been replaying uh, Persona 5 Royal. I played it at the beginning of this year, but I'm replaying it again because, one, I wanted to. And two, I'm showing my little brother the game, so we're kind of like doing the playthrough along with it. So yeah. That's that's what I've been doing. What about you?
0: <laughs> well well, before we get into that, I have to know just how how uh, different or difficult would you say Kingdom Hearts 2 is with, with this challenge run? Compared to is Kingdom it like Hearts significantly, 1? Significantly, yeah, is it, is it is it a significant challenge, or is it just like a little bit harder, I guess, is what uh, I'm trying to. Know.
1: I mean, in some cases, it probably is a little harder. But then again, it was with Kingdom Hearts, with the Kingdom Hearts One run. I wasn't keeping track of the death count, so I, I don't know. I mean, I want. I actually want to say that two is actually easier in some cases because, like, the final boss of Kingdom Hearts One legit required me to use all my elixirs to win the fight. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts oh, two, damn. I just jumped it. I just jumped into it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm fine." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, one the the challenge run with one was definitely a lot tougher than uh, with two.
0: And I can probably just chalk that up to the fact that in two you have drive forms and you'd be able to use that. Yeah, drive the forms. Combat. You have
1: limits. You have summons. You have more vis- versatility with two compared to one. So, yeah.
0: And I mean, the combat is just way better. So there's that. That too, yes. <laughs> Uh yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2 is 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 a good game by by the uh, way. It's it's, really it's my
1: it's it's my favorite.
0: I was I was very surprised uh when I, when I got to it. Well, I, I I guess very surprised in in the sense of the the leap from 1 to 2 was it, it it's noticeable. Yeah. In terms of just like the combat in in, in itself. Um, you know. See, that's the, what a the...
1: year that's what a year's sleep will do to a man. <laughs>
0: Well, well, but oh yeah, and 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 also being you know able to be Roxas, but Roxas can oh, yeah. just do it and naturally. So
1: side note, Roxas is a great character. Just gonna throw that out there.
0: Well, who is Roxas? <gasps> he's, he's just Ventus. I mean, like literally. <laughs> oh, God, can this we not get into Roxas that guy. right now, please? I don't know. I don't know who this Roxas guy is, guys. Listen, but, uh, I love anyway. the King.
1: I love Kingdom Hearts, but goddamn, the plot is and characters and everything. It's like. Combined, it's just a convoluted mess. And it didn't need to be. <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah, I know that, so, uh, you, you did mention Devil Survivor. I know you played the second game. You said you really liked it. Yes. Um, How is the first game in comparison?
1: Okay. So, in terms of gameplay, it's it's relatively the same. So, I was able to adjust pretty well. Um, but in terms of story and progression, I think one actually gets the story end better but in terms of progression i this is this is probably like that my first experience with an smt game being an smt game where you have to do this one specific thing to move on and if you can't do that one specific thing to move on you're basically forced to restart over and over again until you get it right because i was stuck on one fight for longest time and i I was just frustrated Um, but I mean, I, I I, honestly though, I think, yeah, I think the uh, double survivor one story and cast is probably better than twos, even though twos cast is still great. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think I'm still of the mindset that two is a better experience because things are just a little bit more, it's things that are more streamlined in two than in one. Yeah. But I can, but I can see why a lot of people like one. Even though I, I don't get why,
0: I, why a lot of people hate two, but you know, I guess that's just
1: <laughs> I I get I would just chalk it up to like cast honestly probably, which, which is weird because I liked two's cast, but whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like two's cast a, a lot though. I always though I I I always kind of question why the protagonists of of each Devil's Whatever game have to look so similar. <laughs> well,
1: there's only been two.
0: Yeah. So each. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, it. That's it. <laughs> My point's still valid. No, anyway. no, no,
1: no, See, see, Devil Survivor one's protagonist looks like the Persona three protagonist. Listen. Oh,
0: okay, true. <laughs> and then Double and Survivor two's protagonist is Persona three protagonist, but with the bunny hoodie. <laughs>
1: or, or Joker. <laughs> or
0: Joker. Uh, A white version. <laughs> <laughs> Joker's outfit's all black. This all white. Oh my god. Wait a minute. Isn't that just a catchy? Hmm. Oh crap. Oh wait. Uh, anyway, but yeah, um, I, I I've heard that the super bosses in Dell Survivor One are a really just almost unfair challenge.
1: I haven't even bothered to do that. So I'm, like, just, I'm just going through the story. Honestly, that's what I'm most interested in.
0: But yeah, um, um, I always I, I always forget that SMT games have super bosses, which is just. Which which, which I only, like, figured out that, oh, yeah, this is a common thing when I was going through Digital Devil Saga. And, pe- and someone reminded me that uh, uh, the Demi-Fiend, the protagonist of uh, Nocturne, is a super boss. And he's, like, notorious for being one of the hardest super bosses in all of SMT. Well,
1: considering what happens in Nocturne doesn't really surprise me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just find it very funny... Um, that when you fight him, it just plays the normal battle encounter theme, almost like you're just a normal encounter to him. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Well, I you get s- it. You
1: say that, but I mean, they're DLC fights in Royal, but when you fight uh, uh Minato and Unar in the in Royal, the normal battle theme plays for them, so it's oh, kind of yeah. the
0: same thing. <laughs> uh who's this is joker character now? whos this joker character, nah, this joker character? why
1: is, what where's batman <laughs> anyway
0: yeah what're happened to batman guys where's where where's our persona batman that's the next <laughs> next persona game' it's, it, surprise oh. it's the batman game now oh boy they got they got they got tired of uh of all the turn based combat
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, people kept complaining i don't know
0: kept <laughs> kept Jeez. je
1: <complaining. laughs> uh.
0: But yeah, um, anyway, uh, you <laughs> anyway. asked me what I, what I was playing. Um, so uh, the uh, Devil May Cry 5 Virgil DLC finally dropped. Um, I know if I was one of those people that could have gotten a PS5 or Xbox Series X, I could have gotten the special edition um, of Devil McCry 5 that came with Virgil and a couple of other uh, upgrades. I didn't feel like it. Uh, So I just waited for the DLC and uh, it dropped still a bit like hung up that, that it's five bucks for just this character. Um, But given that this character has a lot of love put into him and it's, he's incredibly fun to play. Sure. I don't mind spending just five bucks on, on some DLC,
1: yeah, you saw, it sounded like uh, when you were testing it out while I was still going through the Kingdom Hearts 2 challenge run, you, it sounded like you were having fun.
0: Oh, no, yeah. That's Vir- Virgil's... Um, uh, Virgil's... The Virgil DLC is basically just going through the main story missions with Virgil without any story content until the end, which is very surprising. Very that's... surprised me how, hmm. how, how how they did the ending. Um which well I was gonna say spoiler, but I mean, come on, it's it's not really like that big. But basically, the ending of um Devil May Cry five. Normally, you would be Dante and you fight Virgil, uh, and then you're kind of at equal power. Then Nero comes in and he awakens to his to his power. Get the realize the the uh, revelation that Nero is actually Virgil's son. That means Virgil bangs someone. I don't know. I don't know when that happened. Oh. But, but it, it happened somehow. Okay, cool. Um, and the fact is that if you're playing on Virgil's side, though, you get unique, uh, you actually fight Dante two times, like a two phase boss, boss fight. And there's unique dialogue and unique cutscenes for that. Where Dante even questions, like, what? Well, I guess you were young ones too. And I <laughs> laughed so hard at that line. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> That's incredible. I love it.
0: So, yeah, uh, the ending fight is also a lot harder because surprise, surprise, Dante is just an incredibly hard fight. But also, it was very rewarding beating him. Even though I did have to use a gold ore because he surprised me like numerous times. I was not expecting <laughs> him to be so fast. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but yeah, um, I really like the virtual D- DLC. I think it's really fun to play as. Um, probably my Favorite uh Virgil to play since four, actually. Uh, my my biggest problem with with four is he felt very tacked on, but the unique mechanic of the of his concentration meter, which is like this thing where if you're locked onto an enemy or you successfully attack without missing, um then your attacks will grow in, in power and be faster. But if you get hit, it's like drained completely um or if, if you start missing attacks then it starts getting drained um so basically it's a it rewards players that are pretty much already good by making it easier for you to hit enemies and having better attacks it's back in 5 um but it's given like more i I feel like it's it's given a lot more purpose and uh yeah i was just very it was very very surprised it's a good Sounds game
1: very uh High risk, high reward sort of uh, mm-hmm. situation.
0: Yeah, Virgil also takes like way more damage. I think overall, uh, I, I'm them. not entirely sure. I haven't like looked into it, but I'm pretty sure that Virgil takes more or more damage than than uh, any of the other uh, cast members. So that's just me. Um, I've also been playing the PC version of Doom Eternal um, because. That was on, because that got on the, uh, on the PC game, game Pass. And uh, I just, uh, quick aside, this is all I want to say about that, because I technically talked about this this game back when I played it for the first time on the podcast this year. So all I will say is playing Doom Eternal with PC c- controls really makes me like the game even more. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Still not my game of the year. Um, oh, but good. All right, good, well real, 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 really good.
1: I'm interested to know what your game of the year is. Then. Well
0: we'll we'll get to that. Stay stay tuned, <laughs> guys. Also, because of the announcement of uh The World Ends With You Neo, which is not Persona 5. Sorry guys. Um <laughs> oh, God. Uh... uh I decided, yeah, you know what? I have the world End- ends with you, and I uh never actually beat it. Um so I should probably get on that. Uh <laughs> so I've been uh, going through the the Switch version of the game cuz that's the one that I own. Um sorry to all the people cuz the DS just playing it already I'm like yeah the DS would be a much better experience. It's just un- unfortunate that the combat in this game is so geared towards it. You would have to do everything on on the touch screen and it being on a smaller screen just makes more sense. Um, the touch controls are fine, and like I don't mind playing it, but it is kind of weird that this is like the one Switch game that I have to play like handheld.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't uh, sure if you could actually still play it in docked or not. But no, it sounds you like... can,
0: but you're using one Joy-Con and you're using it as a pointer to do everything oh, that you would. So it's really
1: that not is, mm, recommended. Yeah, that that it's sounds really like not. a hassle and a half. <laughs>
0: Hmm. but uh i was very surprised um with just how fluid every everything felt um even on a touch screen and yeah i finally get to use the switch uh screen as a touch screen that's like the one game that i own that has that unless um mario odyssey does i'm not sure
1: I think the only time that I've used the Switch touchscreen was when I wanted to make or test out the Stage Builder in Smash, but that's it. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, right. Yeah, no. Um, I also used it. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's a lie. Because I do have Mario Maker 2, and I used oh, yeah, it for, <laughs> for making that. So, yeah. the Mario, Mario Maker 2 was the first time I actually used the touchscreen. Like, oh, yeah, this would be a lot easier. <laughs> make <making> uh, levels. <laughs> oh, rip, 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 rip that game, by the way. So disappointing. <laughs> So disappointing that it couldn't catch, catch on like, like the first one.
1: Yeah, see, the problem with Mario Maker 2 is that they were missing the amiibo costumes, alright?
0: Honestly, you might joke about that, but that is a big problem. Because...
1: No, no, that's not a joke. I I, I genuinely think that. Oh, honestly. okay.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> because... <laughs> because that was
1: one of the best things about the original Mario Maker, is that you just take the amiibos, you scan them in, and then, hey, look, you can add more to your levels. And you can play as other characters
0: and you and way. you can make entire levels just based around that character. Yeah, exactly. And that that that's what really I think made uh Mario Maker uh, at least the community a lot more engaged. Um two is the better overall experience because there's a lot of quality of life improvements. Um and I actually really do like the extra uh, extra mode. <laughs> yeah, that one extra mode.
1: The the Zelda
0: mode. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, well, I I, I was referring to the 3D world. Oh,
1: right. That's a different style, you mean, yeah.
0: Oh, right, yeah, it's called styles. I totally <laughs> forgot it's called styles. But yeah, yeah, you know, the extra styles.
1: <sighs> See, that's, that's annoying, all right? It's like extra styles, and there's just one. There's one. <laughs> You'd think they'd add something like Mario 2 USA or something like that to that, but nope. <laughs> it's just Mario 3D world.
0: Yeah, and I I, I know you, you get get out your comments of it being a, a, a Black Sheep game, whatever. You would still play le- levels of that. Come on. I mean, it's still a fun game, Mario 2 USA. Yeah. Like, come on. It's the best yeah. game ever, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, that's that's kind of where I guess I stand on, on that game. Anyway, I was talking about The World Ends with You. Wow, I totally the, <laughs> just lost track there. But. Uh, I think the world ends with you has probably one of my favorite art art styles. Um, I think this is it. It really uh, highlights Namor's strengths and also his weaknesses, but mainly his strengths. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is it is kind of kind of funny because the the first time I saw the cast was when we, um, when I was watching cutscenes of uh, Dream Drop Distance.
1: It, that was my first exposure to the cast as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I was playing and, Dream Drop System.
0: Yeah, Yeah. But, uh, uh and it's kind of interesting how kind of natural they fit with Kingdom Hearts style. And I mean, yeah. then again, Nomura, so of course, yeah, it's but, Nomura, still, so. but still, it's like, uh that was the first time seeing the cast in 3D because all of the, because the entire game is just 2D sprites.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Um. Which you know, thankfully, I will say the uh, upscale job for the switch port. It's not like most uh, sprite upscale HD ports where they it's all blurry and like a uh, use weird filters and it just does not look good. No, it actually does. It's, it's
1: it, properly it, upscaled.
0: It's properly upscaled. Nice for once. Um, it might also help just because everything has thick outlines, so yeah (laughs) uh that's that's probably why it looks a lot better but yeah the characters really pop and um the combat is insanely fun it's one of those things though that's it's a little hard for me to describe exactly how you play the game besides just tapping it but the game will just does kind of carry you through like what certain things do and basically almost every other fight they will introduce something new that you can do and then we'll show Mm -hmm. you how you can do it
1: so it sounds like one of those experiences where you have to play for yourself to truly understand
0: mm, it. It, it it is, which 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 is which is why I can see you uh, kind of why it became a a bit of a a, a cult game because it's not, mm-hmm. it's not conventional in any sort of way. Like one hundred percent is not. Um, and it's a little bit hard to describe to to people that have no idea what the heck this game is. I imagine
1: uh, it's also hard to recommend
0: then. I wouldn't say it's hard to recommend because it is very easy to get into. It's just whether or not um you can get into it. Okay. And that's then that's something you just kind of have to play it to really see. Because you can't get how you can't really get the feel of the game unless you actually play it. It's just one of those games. Which is which is, you know, it's kind of sad but I but I, I get it. I would still recommend it. Like I, I I still recommend it, even if the Switch version I think is a little bit more common, um, and it does have some extras, not a lot, but it does have some, uh, extra content. Um, but if you do have your DS, I think the DS uh, version can be found pretty cheap now. Um, so yeah, though keep in mind you're probably only going to get the cart because you know.
1: Nobody believes in uh, boxes or manuals, apparently.
0: (laughs) Yep. (sighs) Well, anyway, uh, that's all we have for the game, so I guess it's time to get into the headlines.
1: All right. What's up first?
0: Persona 5 Strikers is coming. For real. Finally. It's a thing. Finally. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry. uh, Persona 5 Scramble. (laughs)
1: No, you see, the full title, the full full title is Persona Five: Scramble the Phantom Strikers, but that's, that's okay.
0: The Phantom Strikes Back. The Phantom. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, hmm. I'm excited for it, you know, as the as the Persona guy here. But um, I mean, why did it have to take like a full year, or almost a full year, to like come out? Cause that seems like a running theme with that list.
0: Yeah, I was—I I was, I was going to say that's technically not uncommon. I—I um, I would have said it. It would have probably been out a lot sooner if you know if this wasn't twenty twenty. It did. Um,
1: okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Like, uh, f- for sure, I honestly think it would. Would you would say
1: have. the exact same thing about the Noct- uh, Nocturne Remaster?
0: Or mm, no, no, because. That one, it, it, this is a it's a pretty quick turnover because that's coming like in a month. Oh, right, <laughs> or so probably a little more than 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 a month, but yeah, that's coming really soon. That's that's what I would imagine because Alice tends to, uh, put uh put out Japan stuff and then we get it later. That's kind of just always been how they've done it. Uh, except for Catherine, I think. I think Catherine was like a like came out really quickly to the was, west. Uh...
1: I think it was a worldwide uh, release, right?
0: Yeah, I, I think know. it was worldwide release, which was very different.
1: Which is the same thing is happening with uh, SMT five, I believe.
0: Oh it's yeah, like... yeah. That that's also that's interesting too.
1: Yeah, but it's like why can't you do that with every game? But okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's got to be some 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 reason. I I I'm fifty percent sure it's probably legal.
1: Ah okay. Yeah, but but the the point is though, Strikers is finally coming over here. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure you're excited too.
0: Oh yeah! You can only get the steelbook version if you have a Switch, though, which is baffling. <laughs> and
1: me. and and if you only or uh, if you order it from uh, Best Buy.
0: <laughs> oh, out wow, best the steelbook is a Best Buy Switch is- exclusive. Yes. The what?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm not joking about that. That's that's what it is.
0: <laughs> what the heck? <sighs>
1: I don't understand it either, man. I
0: don't understand Dude, it. You know, GameStop isn't doing well when even they can't get the SteelBook. I would to verify <laughs> to get the freaking SteelBook now.
1: Yeah, but why? But why only Switch? Like you would think that. that yeah, would... I don't.
0: I don't understand. you would think if it would if be a SteelBook, it would be the PS4.
1: Yeah, because that that was like uh, the thing for Persona Five Royal. So it's like, why not with PS? Oh, whatever.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, but if you don't care about steel, steel books, you know, if you're like me, where it's just like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but may, 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 maybe, um, you can at least still get it on the PC, which came as a big shock which, to me. Which is a
1: big shock, yeah. It's like, okay, we knew we, it was coming to Switch. We knew it was coming to uh, PlayStation 4. Didn't know it was coming to Steam. So mm-hmm. when the trailer dropped, or excuse me, when it got leaked, and then they officially <laughs> posted it later. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually a very big surprise. Like, but I think that I think that's also just due to like Persona 4 Golden doing well in terms of sales on Steam. So that list of oh, like, yeah. okay, you know, people want to buy our games on Steam, so
0: sure. Which kind Let's... of makes me think that uh the Nocturne remake might also be on Steam later. Mm. I I can I can see them porting it. Well, I mean I I probably can. It depends on how if they're managing to actually fix that game before it gets uh over to us. Oh boy! (laughs) So there's that. But um, Strikers looks like it's going to be a pretty fun Muso game, um, from what we've been shown.
1: And surprisingly, that will actually be my first Muso game because I haven't played anything like that. Yeah, it'll
0: probably be mine too. I was thinking about picking up um the the new Hyrule Warriors, but I'm not that big into zelda even though i did like the demo that i played hmm. it's it's probably one of those that like man, if this wasn't nintendo i'd be like eh, I'd, I'd wait for a sale but like it's nintendo so <laughs> sales
1: mm-hmm. what's well, never happened with nintendo games yeah
0: i gotta kind of like pick and choose when it comes to switch games which is unfortunate but <laughs> it's very unfortunate and yet, and yet, I had no, uh, yeah, I had no problems picking up uh, Astral Chain day one because I, I <laughs> need that. I'll die on that hill. That, that it's an amazing game. So hey,
1: I, uh, I, I haven't played it, but I'll take your word for it, though.
0: <laughs> uh, play with the Joy Cons detached. D- D- that's that's how I recommend. Which is no. I, which is not how most people would recommend it. But I can see a lot of people recommending uh, playing it with like a pro controller, but I actually really like the Joy Cons. Uh, just floating there because basically one Joy-Con is for, uh, your stand, quote unquote. That's what I call it. It's a freaking stand, okay. Um, and no, the no, other no. One it's your persona. See? Oh yeah, true. Persona. Yeah, your persona. <laughs> um, and then you the want to control your, your your character, and they both have actions. They both have a different attacks so you can do at different times. So, huh. it, it, that's why I said like, oh, it kind of feels natural to me have one hand just be controlling one like half and the other one controlling the player character.
1: No, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's why I think like it's, it's innately just a switch game. Like this is exactly what I think of when I think of switch only game using the, the gimmick of the console pretty well. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, strike strikers looks like it's, it's going to be really fun. Um, the The little bit of of music that I have listened to, um, and the remix of Blooming Villain, which was the amazing. Blooming
1: Villain remix. Oh my god, <laughs> love it, so good.
0: Yeah, but uh, also this is a direct sequel to Persona yes. Five. Oh, sorry, mm, to Persona Five story, <sighs> whatever that means.
1: I I don't want to get into semantics right now because <laughs> you know my stance on that. Uh...
0: Whatever. Yeah, I well, personally I think it's it's going to be uh, one of those. Well, this technically co- uh, uh, takes place after Royal, but we never address anything that actually happened in Royal.
1: That's that's what I'm thinking too. Honestly, that's that's just how it feels because I mean, to me, okay, I guess we'll get into it now. But it's like with me, it's like Royal is like the new type of quote unquote canon. Just like how Persona 4 Golden is the new canon. So, that's just how I see it. But there are people out there that probably would argue against that. I
0: don't Which know. is weird. But, like, and, and, and yeah, the royal, like, here's the thing. There is a reason. You can make reasons for why royal characters wouldn't show up. Um, And
1: there are reasons as to why Royal specific things don't show up in Strikers, given uh, how Royal ends. I'm not going to say that, obviously, because spoilers, but they do make it in a way where if you play Persona 5 Royal and then go into Strikers immediately after,
0: it makes it still makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I can I can see them adding Sumi as a DLC character, though, later.
1: uh, If they do, then that's like
0: a day one purchase for me. (laughs) Um, but that that all depends on if they're even gonna put d l. c in this game I mean no probably, but you never know for a spin off and it's in like a fighting game where like that's to be expected. this is a Musso game where like yeah, Musso games tend to have d l c but it tends to come I th- like I after. think the
1: most that they w- would do is like make a music pack
0: mm-hmm. well, like there the is d l c for the game that's what yeah. the Lux edition has, yeah, um, but it's just like.
1: But well, you're talking about character specific.
0: No, we're talking okay. about like actual character, which it, some Musou games I, I I know have. So p- it's possible, but it, we would have to see. I'm not I'm not saying it's a definite like it's gonna happen, guys. It's just more like it's mm, most likely. Oh. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to to Strikers. I'll probably pick it up if I do it it will either be the PC or Switch version um not entirely sure which I'm gonna one I'm going to go with
1: Switch because portability that's that's just my argument
0: <laughs> now I, I, see I probably wouldn't have done that but knowing that I have like a good enough uh PC that I can just run it I'm like hmm yeah maybe I'll see I'll I mean, see that,
1: that that's fair that's fair mm-hmm. if anything I could probably just get uh, the pc port later
0: yeah well in any case uh we also got i guess we got to talk about this because it's like a, a thing that 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 happened on um, the, the game awards oh uh, no. the last of us two game awards guys <laughs> um, sponsored by uh naughty dog
1: <laughs> no i thought you were gonna say the last of us two game Awards, uh sponsored by the last of us two
0: <laughs> well also sponsored by by the last of us 2 of uh, with, okay. with special guest the last of us the last of 2 the
1: part 2 oh man god how many awards did that game freaking win
0: there was like 5
1: Ugh. Yeah, um i don't know yeah so
0: it 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 got game of the year for some reason uh game direction for some freaking reason Ooh. narrative for some reason mm. um performance which makes sense uh, <laughs> An audio design for some reason.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: Oh, yeah. no, and, oh, wait, nope, 6, because it also got oh. accessibility, oh. which, which, which it, which it, yeah, which that makes sense.
1: But, I mean, you, while we, while we were watching the Game Awards, you told me, like, why it shouldn't be winning stuff like Direction and the like, because of the whole thing that was happening behind the scenes, so to me it just makes it made no sense like why is this game winning like this many freaking awards
0: well the thing about the award show especially for this one is that the media outlets tend to just tend to have a lot more say um and they really liked last of us part 2 um a lot of them going out to saying that last of us part 2 was kind of overhated which i mean maybe in some camps but not all camps i feel like that's just very dismissive of of problems people had with with the game uh to just say that like oh well you're just hating on the game because x y and z uh it's just like no there's there are legitimate reasons why people will not like the game but at the same time there are legitimate reasons why someone would like the game so like that's why i say okay if it's nominated sure it makes sense and the performances are great the game looks amazing. The accessibility stuff, that is really great. Like, really great. But um, winning
1: game of the year, though.
0: <laughs> winning game winning Game of the year and especially best direction is <sighs> questionable. That, honestly, to compare it with something recent, that's like if CG Project Red would earn best game direction for Cyberpunk oh, with everything oh. going on now. Oh, it's like that no. exact same thing.
1: I know we're I we're gonna get to Cyberpunk, but oh, yeah, God. it's like
0: really this is best game direction. This is best game direct. No,
1: also best, also best narrative, like two.
0: That's that's uh well for narrative they had 30, 13 Sentinels, which I mean probably could have won, but it's it's such a it's the only thing that got nominated, so probably not. Um, mm. that that was a long shot uh i'm surprised that like probably well actually i guess i'm not i'm not that surprised that final fantasy 7 remake d- didn't win given that people had, had problems with that game too so mm. um and you know japan bias which i swear i swear to god is is a thing um at least at least a little bit i don't know from from soft kind kind of like gets around that um uh Hades was at least nominated but I knew that that was not going to win so it was for me it was either like okay it's going to Last of Us Part 2 or Ghost of Tsushima uh, so
1: which going off of like uh people like the like actual gamers I, I, I don't I don't like using wow, them. gamers <laughs> all the gamers <laughs> <laughs> uh, no from the from the fans um Ghost of Tsushima would have won Tsushima uh, i'm I'm sorry i sorry if i mispronounced that um but yeah Yeah, yeah. but that game uh what won the fan popular vote and it also won uh art
0: direction yeah which is kind of amazing because that also went up against hades which i thought was going to win art direction for sure Mm. i mean have you uh, seen the art in hades
1: yes i have and it's beautiful
0: yeah it's beautiful um, but anyway. yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, uh, at the end of the day, the, 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 the one, the one big winner, uh, from all of them was not the last of us part two as much as they want you to think. In fact, <laughs> it, 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 it was among us them winning, yeah. uh, the two, the two awards was a very wholesome moment. Yes, it was. I liked it.
1: I liked it a lot. It was great. They, they deserve it's, that though. <laughs> It's, they mm-hmm. deserve those awards. It was it was great.
0: It <laughs> would beat beat Fall Guys, which I yeah, thought was yeah, like going, had... like ah, uh. but yeah, yeah good. Uh So you know, um, I guess this was a, a a disappointing one, but at least we can say there wasn't too much cringe compared comparatively speaking. Um, you I mean, know,
1: I... it started off great with uh with the trailer drop of a certain uh of a certain long-haired pretty boy with a long sword.
0: <laughs> mhm. Which I guess because you're saying that, we should probably get into that. <laughs> Yo, Sephiroth's in the smash now. And by the time that we're actually recording this, he actually is in smash. Like if you, you can you can you can play as him if you beat him in the in the Sephiroth challenge uh and have the fighters pass.
1: Yes. Which I did, like, day one, like, after the presentation. I mean, okay. What happened was that I took a nap. And then I woke up, went on Twitter. And then saw, oh, you can unlock Sephiroth right now. I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea on, on, until you uh, told me. That,
1: yeah, like... that yeah, because then I booted up Smash. And then I looked at the update notes. And it said, if you have Fighters Pass and beat Sephiroth in the limited challenge, you get him now. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm so surprised that so then I I'm tested it out it and then boom. Good. There you go. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very surprised it wasn't like a uh, you have to beat him on, on, on very hard because that, you
1: know, oh. no, you had to beat him on like any difficulty. Like I beat I I went easy, normal, then very hard, and once I fit, beat him on easy, then I it's just like Sephiroth joined the battle. I'm like, well, that was easy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I did very hard first try. Rob 12 seconds. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm good.
1: And then I won very hard with Sephiroth just dodging off the edge of the of the stage. Just killing himself. <laughs> it's just like,
0: yeah, you know what? I'm done with this. Bye.
1: <laughs> Wasn't after like ten or fifteen attempts trying to fight him legitimately though. That he just was like, Okay, fine, you win. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I think Sephiroth is 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 a great character, uh, to not only to be added because we kind of n- need uh some more baddies. Uh, to be fair, I figured that we were probably gonna get one added as as DLC. I, I just didn't know what. Which is, but uh, regardless, I also think that Sephiroth's moveset is pretty great, even if he has a lot of lag.
1: Eh i don't mind the lag as much with his moves but i guess that's just me but he is fun to play though and also it's great that final fantasy 7 now has more than just two
0: songs <laughs> mm-hmm. on its list still still doesn't beat what they did for snk but you know Ugh. that's fine
1: yeah how many freaking songs are there for like snk
0: I like want to three? say 15, but I, could, I, I might, might be a little less than that.
1: God, no, I thought it was more than 15. Yeah, whatever. It, does, it doesn't yeah, matter. But yeah, still,
0: that, that, that was very surprising. <laughs> the the point, the point that is that even.
1: Final Fantasy VII has more song representation than Smash now, mm-hmm. which is great.
0: In two stages. In <laughs> two stages. So, there. Um, We're also beginning also... some new uh, spirits, too. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's anyway... On,
1: uh, but that's on the actual day of release for Sephiroth, when he just oh, un- yeah. unlocks automatically.
0: Um. Also, sorry, all you Gino fans, but uh, he's he oh, will yeah. not be in. And I guess sorry for all you Sora fans because you're probably not uh, going to get another Square Enix uh, rep. So sorry so, for all your two B fans. But uh, I guess you, oh. Okay. I, I guess you were.
1: See, now you're just now you're just going too far, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Well hold, well, hold up. You're not technically wrong. We did get a. Silver, a silver-haired, uh, soul sword wiel- wielded there from Square Enix. So technically, <laughs> technically, not wrong. You look at it from that angle.
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I wanted Sora more than Sephiroth, but I'll take Sephiroth because, like, that I mean, was that tra- that trailer I mean, as, was hype as hell.
0: <laughs> as we know, Sephiroth appeared in Kingdom Hearts two. Two.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then after you beat him, Sora goes, Cloud and Sephiroth went to go fight a great battle.
0: And it's like, hmm. Yeah, see? (laughs) Smash Brothers Ultimate is a direct sequel to Kingdom Hearts 2. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts 2. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because Sephiroth never comes back in any Kingdom Hearts game, right? He's
1: only appeared in 1 and 2 as the super boss fights. And then he gets referenced along with Cloud, in K- at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh,
0: yeah. It. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they're referencing to Square Enix characters, and not, uh, but, you know... Uh, that got geez. me
1: excited, too. Like, side note, that got me excited with 3, because I'm like, oh, they, they might actually bring back the Final Fantasy characters, and nope, they don't, until Remind. And that... Ugh.
0: So, yeah, I really like playing as Sephiroth. I think... Uh, He's gonna be a pretty useful character. A lot of a lot of edge guarding too, <sighs> which is nice.
1: Oh, don't even get me started with that. Anyway,
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, our our last piece of news, which we've hinted at, or I guess we can call it hint hinting, Not really. Uh, Cyberpunk. What the heck is going on? Oh
1: god. Like I I wasn't even interested in that, but I've seen the trailers and it does look cool, but the the new the recent news about it getting pulled from PlayStation Store or the online PlayStation Store that's that's a bit concerning
0: No, not only that, it's also Microsoft Oh, wow, really? Uh, uh yeah, Xbox joined. uh yeah, so the Xbox store no longer has it too. Or wow. um Oh no, sorry. It's not it's not pulled, but they are extending the refund off- offer um to for uh that. So it's not delisted. At least as of right now, as of when uh, I am speaking this exact words.
1: Yeah, but watch, like, as soon as we're as soon as we're done recording this, then it's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's pull. got pulled down. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. And but, keep in mind, this is this is only for the last gen, well, current gen, I guess. Um, yeah, version because, of the game,
1: because isn't it running fine on like a uh, PS5 and uh, Steam and everything? Or um, is that wrong?
0: The fine, fine. <laughs>
1: Oh
0: no! Better. Let's just say that better? it's better. Better. Oh. Yeah, better. Um, just, and okay. those are the versions that end up getting patched the quickest because that's just what they're that's what CG Project Red just okay. knows. That knows more. They just know okay. how to do PC. So it
1: just, it just sounds like that from all angles. Like I only thought it was only for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, no, it's uh, like one. it's it's, a, it's it's a whole but, thing. It's
0: more of a problem for. The people that wanted to get it or could only get it on like PS4 or Xbox One,
1: it's a big yeah, problem for them. It just sounds like it's unoptimized on all angles, then, or it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's not still, it's, 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 still it's, it's buggy.
0: Fun. uh I saw a clip of someone literally going to a T pose. The game is first person, and yet the character model. Oh wait, I character think character I saw that. Clip. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The con- I I was oh uh, uh, how how does that happen? Oh my I have god, no idea. that is horrible. I mean, yeah. I've never seen that happen happen before, so you know the props to CT Project pro, Red, but uh, um, here's but God. here's the thing: um, games could come back from super buggy launches, and I think them extending the refund and trying their damnness to get a good apology out 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 there at least should be a credit to something. Now, I I want to say that I think this is all their fault for at least. Even getting the game out this point, and it's mainly their fault for just keeping like, oh, we have a new release date, a new release date, a new release date. Just say that it's delayed. Don't give a date and just wait. It's like,
1: yeah, how long has uh this game been in development? It's been know? like
0: I think it's eight year or eight I, years since it' been heard, announced I heard eight or nine i th- I, th- I think it was eight years since it's been announced, but didn't because um. it was announced at at an uh, at an e three. Um, oh, yeah, but it wasn't right. like in development at that point. It was here's our next project okay. that we're going to be working on, and we're in the like the pre-development phase. So it's been which...
1: eight to nine years, and it's still a buggy, glitchy mess.
0: Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, it was originally developed for the PS4 and Xbox One, so the PC. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>, but okay. <laughs> and then those versions end up being like the worst. So that makes Jeez. no sense. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I know, wow. right? That's that's I, confusing. I feel like at this point, what they should have done is just cut their losses with a PS4 and Xbox One version, um, and just went, "Okay, we're going full next gen."
1: Right, because that's mm. honestly that honestly sounds like that would fix most of the problems with what they're doing.
0: Because it but. seemed it, it, they they also were more focused on testing those versions too mm. as time progressed. And yet
1: they still turned out to be the worst. Um,
0: yeah, they're still like, oh no, we need to get these other versions out there too. Which uh, I I think that was just a bad idea, like for for starters. Uh,
1: and that's, that's they should
0: have. It's like surprisingly, it's like yes, they should delay the game even more. Yeah. Like I honestly think it if if it had just like a year but uh more and they didn't try to make it also work on like also have a PS4 and. Uh, Xbox One version, then a lot of those problems wouldn't. Then at least the majority of these problems w- wouldn't be here.
1: Um, is the game at least still playable, or is it? Oh just... no, yeah,
0: it is. I I I know a lot of people that are playing the game uh on their PC. Um, even some people that have that are playing the PS4 version and they haven't really experienced that much. Um,
1: but it just sounds like the large majority
0: are just it's having. It's more. It's the majority of of people to a uh, point okay. that it's it's a problem. Um, but yeah, but I I know a lot of have uh, a lot of people. Um that are playing the PC version, whether it's the GOG version or Steam version, and they haven't experienced really anything. Some weird graphical glitches here and there, but nothing like game breaking. Mm. Uh and people still say that it's a pretty good game. Uh, surprisingly short though is, is something that I also hear for CG Project object. Directs. I think it's like only a like a <sighs> I don't know. Someone told me it it, it they, they basically beat the game in like 70 hours, which doesn't seem much. But for a CG Project Red game and for how big the Super World's supposed to be, it's surprisingly short. Hmm. Uh and then again it's not sort of like first time uh you know through the game, so that would make sense too. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like I, I was kind of surprised, like, oh wow, really? That's like I can that's like shorter than Persona 5. <laughs>
1: That's about as long as, like, three or four, honestly.
0: At least as long as, uh, uh, at least as long as four, four golden, at the very yeah. least. Nah, because I don't know, because I don't know about you, but, uh, three's not that long, unless you, unless, I I, unless I guess you're, you're you and you want to grind.
1: It, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that uh, I'll raise my hand, because I did, I did a lot of grinding in three.
0: Yeah, three, <laughs> three's major gameplay moments are you grinding, to be fair. Yeah, I. But if if you don't really care that that much about about grinding, then you can get through the game pretty quickly.
1: Me,
0: I said pretty quickly, not quickly, pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quickly. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's just kind of the biggest problem with with Cyberpunk right now, and uh, yeah, uh, it it kind of sucks too because because like, um. A lot of people uh, that, that, that I know have been really enjoying the game. And it's it, it's this thing of, like, this, this game is becoming so divisive. And, I mean, it already kind of was even before launch. Um, with the terrible uh, management that CG Project Red apparently had for uh, the game. And a lot of their uh, employees having to crunch... Um, when they specifically said that they weren't going to crunch. <sighs> so yeah. So, <laughs> so management was just a, that's a whole nother, another issue, but geez, it's such a, it's, it's such a, an an interesting turn of events because this is coming off the heels. Well, past eight years heels of uh, the Witcher three, which blew everything out of proportion. portion. Uh, from what this what the studio can like can do but like uh, I I always think back to like um this is technically their their fourth game that they ever did the right. Witcher stuff the the first Witcher game was their first game and in their second game the sequel to Witcher Witcher 2 they pushed the graphics more than anything else on their second game they decided to do that to the point where, even nowadays, if you want to run it on max settings on PC, you had to make sure you have a pretty powerful rig for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like insanely power powerful. See, and um, th-
1: and this is why I say graphics aren't everything.
0: <laughs> oh no! In, in 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 the Witcher Two case, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean that that game does look pretty good, but um, some combat problems. Oh god the combat yeah. is really 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 rough. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, uh I hope that at the end of the day all this uh stuff can get somehow get the game to a good state and then and then I can finally uh uh see what this game can offer without it being a buggy mess.
1: I mean, they um, did that with uh, No Man's Sky, right? Where the game was Yeah, like... but that was
0: like a whole different thing. That was literally like function... That was literally gameplay elements that they said that was going to be in there and was not. So literally uh, the entire okay. game needed an update. This is just... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a buggy mess. And a really buggy mess. But still, like, if it's a buggy mess, that shouldn't be here. So... Alright. Um, It's more akin to like a Bethesda game. I guess, like, Fallout 4, because I, I, I remember Fallout 4's launch being pretty abysmal. But even then, like, <laughs> I remember people, <laughs> oh, God, what was it? There's, like, this one, Um. Uh. I, I think it's in I think it's the IGN review of uh, Fallout 4, where they're like, oh, oh man, there's a buggy mess. We've noticed that there's multiple crashes on every single version. Yeah, 8 out of 10.
1: Wait, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, No. <laughs> See, that's IGN just pulling another IGN. Like, come on. It's like, it's like what? Okay. Sure. Buggy mess. Eight out of ten. All right. It's just like 7.8 too much water. Uh, I don't know what's worse. I can't. I can't. I, can't
0: I hate them. it here. Well, hey, Um, at least we know that Sonic Forces got a higher rank than Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, my God. That's an accomplishment to Sonic Forces. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, my God. Uh. Well, with that out of the way, um, I think it's time we get into the uh, our last uh, topic of discussion. Um, this is something that uh, I tend to do on the podcast generally when there isn't like a lot of news or just when at the oppor- like when i feel like it um i i i guess but uh given that this year was a bit all over the place and crazy um i kind of want to wind down and just talk about some of our favorite stuff that we play it doesn't have to be from from this year uh like released in this year but you know if you play, play a game that you really you liked uh, something on 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 your backlog. Uh, you can post about it in the comments. Tell me about it, to, uh, because I'm really interested in hearing in, uh, about that. But that's what we're going to talk about right now. Um, so yeah, is uh, so Nick, is there is there a game that you play this year that that it does again it doesn't have to be released, but like in this year. Um, but if you can mention like just one game that you played this year that was really just amazing that you didn't like, like maybe that was surprising to you or just hmm. yeah it's something like that uh,
1: okay well it's like i trying to think back and the two games that are on it are immediately pop into mind are actually fire emblem three houses and double survivor Two. honestly
0: oh yeah because, because um you didn't play three houses the year came out you played no this year. i didn't
1: I, that was a uh, that was actually a birthday gift this year
0: hmm oh my god that feels so that feels like it's so long ago i
1: right? right that hit me like a couple of days ago or like earlier this week where i was like thinking back on what happened this year and i was like wait a minute that happened last year right i'm like no that happened earlier this year <laughs> uh it's bad um but no yeah I, I, those two just stand out to me the most because i mean I mean 3 Houses is such a great game. I mean, I've only played like the Golden Deer route. I need to play the other two routes, but from what I played, that just that's just my favorite uh Fire Emblem game. it's just it's easily
0: the most ex- accessible that in my too, yeah. A- opinion. Um you don't really need to be a master at the game to enjoy it, um which was also true for Awakening, I guess a, a little bit, but I feel like this even more so. Um and yet you know they added a, a, a maddening difficulty in case you really want to and DLC Oh yeah the basement <laughs> the, Yeah that the, the added basement which is very fun
1: <laughs> which I which I've still yet to get but I think uh if I were to get that DLC it would probably be after I do the other two routes um which I should probably Well I mean
0: the DLC somewhere. is basically its own separate story Ah okay it takes place in between and then once you complete it um, you get to recruit them as part of the main campaign, and they have their own.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. I remember you ta- telling me about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, three houses and Double Survivor Two because uh, Double Survivor Two was like uh, I mean it's similar in terms of gameplay with the uh, Fire Emblem, so um, yeah, it it ju- it just felt it felt weird at first, but it's not really that weird when you get down to it because I don't know. The gameplay is really fun and I still think that's my preferred double survivor game out of the two. <laughs> There's only two. Um but yeah, I mean it, it it's just a great game. And, and, you know, you should you should play it. <laughs> I'm doing a horrible job right now, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the game for me that, like, I would say was this very Im- impactful just happened to also be released this, th- th- this year. <laughs> and, like, I would put this as my game of the year, but it technically is a, re- a what I like to call a shot for shot remake. Um, oh, okay.
1: So I think I know what you're going to say. Now. I'm not going to put it,
0: but freaking Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> yep, there it is. was an amazing game. And by the end of it, I was just so blown away. It's, it's it's one of those games that you finish, and you're you're just in awe. For like probably a good at least I was like like that for a good fifteen minutes, just like <laughs> contemplating this entire journey. I was never bored from a single second of it, even if even when I'm just going from point A to point B, over like a huge overfield. I thought it was super great, and it's like no other. And and it's weird because. Uh, 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 on the surface, this didn't look like a game that was super engaging gameplay-wise, at the very least. Like I, 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 I knew I was gonna like the, the story regardless. So this, this just, I from the amount of praise that this game has has gotten, uh, by I wasn't expecting me to also be really engaged with the combat. But to be fair, that's probably because I decided to go after, um, some of the more harder challenges first and that kind of taught me how to actually be good at the combat instead of just spam stuff and uh when you when you get to that point um it's just there's like something that clicks where you're just like this is an amazing game um I think for me the point where I was like oh yes this is going to be amazing um was probably right when you leave the uh without spoiling I, I guess um it's like when you when you start to uh venture out into the uh in, in and discover more of the races outside the homs you find out kind of uh uh wh- who are these napon characters um and we start to learn a little bit more about uh the actual uh, monado itself that was when, like, everything started to just hit super hard for me. And like, this is going to be amazing. And it is. And the ending is amazing. The ending was it, it wholesome, actually. Like I was very surprised by just how well it just ended. It felt complete. And then you know, there was that 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 added thing that I don't want to talk about that much because <laughs> it, it, it's it's there. Well-
1: well, is the added thing really that bad,
0: or it's is just it... it's it's just there nah, is okay. is the thing. Um, exploration is really good, but like the actual story of it, it, it just it's just kind of there. Is it like terrible? It's not terrible, but it's just there. You know, it doesn't add. It there. doesn't
1: add a whole lot. It's just there.
0: Mm-hmm. Surprise! It's, the, it's one of those things you really don't need to play it. <laughs> okay. Like, you really don't. But it doesn't like it doesn't ruin the existence of the definitive edition, because it is there. And yes, this is technically a remake. Uh, that's why I use the term shot-for-shot shot remake because I couldn't literally see them changing anything in in the story. It's like that good. If 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 it's that good, and I think that tightly paced. And from what like I've seen
1: th- from trailers, like I haven't, I'm not, I haven't played the game myself, but from what I've seen, it does look very gorgeous and beautiful. In terms oh yeah, of it is. Yeah,
0: my uh, comparing comparing to, to to the Wii version and the 3DS like, version. Like, well, I mean that's just. <laughs> I mean,
1: I oh. always have to bring that up because that port. Oh God.
0: <laughs> what did they do to their faces? Oh. <laughs> There's poor faces. There's like
1: that one shot that I always think of. Where Shulk just goes, ah, and you just see like a big
0: old dot for his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, just a dot. (sighs) They tried. They really tried. Um, But the Definitive Edition is an actual upscale. Just everything is a lot prettier. It also just flows better in terms of the combat. The UI has been revamped too, and it's much better. Um, So it's not just that. It's just like the entire game just looks and feels better so that's great um those and 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 surprisingly because of it being a very you know long and and, and big game it also is one of those games that encourages you to uh wait for wait to do this sort of super boss stuff for your new game plus run
1: ah okay yeah
0: it also has stuff that that is designed for new game plus and like uh, the game when when you boot it up is will go, uh, will like start with okay. So the way we want you to kind of intend to play the game is here's your story, uh, sort of quest. But also, there's these side quests that are like kind of in your vicinity. Do a couple of those before doing that. Not all of them, but just do but a couple. Just, just do some. You know, just do like some. Um, which is very much like okay. I don't know how a lot of players are just going to be comfortable with that because you're either going to get players that just don't care because most of the time you get the extremes where they don't care about the side quests or they want to get everything done. And you kind of can't do that. You got to find some middle ground. Um,
1: And and it sounds like the game does a good job of uh, uh, telling you, hey, balance it out.
0: Yeah, like very, very early on. They're like, yeah, there's these side quests that you should probably do on your way. And a lot of the side quests can be completed very quickly.
1: Okay, that, um, that helps a lot, too, then.
0: So, yeah, that's that, That's also why I never got bored doing side quests, because either they'd be done very quickly, um, they're very clear, like, here's where you need to go, or point to there, do something there, come back, boom, you're done. Um, or, it's a new encounter, um, with like a uh, maybe like a powered up Mook or even just an, a different fight that you didn't see coming, um, and that can be rewarding in in its own. Um, it also helps that a lot of the side uh, that pretty much every single side quest you do has uh, NPCs with actual character and like mini arcs almost. Like there's a lot of side quests where you just be going back to the same char- characters um, later in. The uh just later in the actual story. Um there's even side quests that can only appear if you're in control of one of your party members and not Shulk.
1: Hmm.
0: And can only be completed by like having Dunban in in, in your party. Don't um, you mean Duncan? Oh yeah. The yeah, Duncan Donuts. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's Duncan over there. My favorite character.
1: <laughs> my fav my favorite Xenoblade character. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, it's just an amazing game. I I can't recommend it more than enough, but I'm technically not ca- counting it as my game of the year because...
1: Mm. Well, then what is your game of the year, pray tell?
0: <laughs> that would have to go to Hades.
1: Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> which I know is, like, kind of basic now, but out of everything that I've played, which, keep in mind, I'm the person that doesn't have a PS4, so... Mm- <laughs> maybe, maybe it, it i mean it, there's a very strong possibility that like it possibly could have been like royal or something um, or final
1: fantasy 7 remake
0: or final fantasy well probably not final fantasy 7 remake because i don't have a strong attachment to final fantasy also <laughs> yeah sorry um but uh you know hades is just that good um i mean i already knew that supergiant made good games but i do think hades is, there, uh, is easily their most accessible game um in terms of best i still think uh uh pyre is better but it's also a lot weirder um Mm. and it's not necessarily like one thing to define weirder so you 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 think it might be a visual novel but it's not a visual novel in fact it's like a sports game where Uh, You play as three characters on your side, there's three characters on the other side, and you got to get a ball to the other side, but there's also, like, kind of combat into it, but there's a very tightly woven story that can go in any direction depending on your actions. You can lose battles, and the story can still continue on. Huh. But, yeah, it's very (laughs) different. It's very different. Like, it's like a little, I bet... And I I bet uh, like if anyone is listening, if you really liked Hades, if you played Hades, you really liked Hades. Highly recommend um, uh, going and checking out Super Giants, other games because uh, they're all made with that level of quality. Like even Bastion, their, their first game, is still ridiculously good. Huh. So yeah, um, but Hades Hades won won me over not because it's it's a very great roguelike and over the years, I've started to actually like Roguelikes a lot more, um, but also because it happens to have a very deep and engaging story that uses the repetition very well. Outside of it being like, you know, kind of like outside of just the humor of like, oh I man, you keep dying, ha ha ha. But it uses uh, there's always constant sort of motivation, and there is a story that happens. It's not like the game just resets or whatnot their characters can still change there's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of dialogue for characters which really surprised me um and while it isn't well on the surface it's not it doesn't seem like a very narrative driven game it kind of is so yeah it's my game of the year for sure
1: Uh, okay
0: what about you though do you have a game of the year uh,
1: well, that came well, out probably, this year and
0: you actually played. <laughs>
1: well, it's probably of no shock uh at all, but considering the, that I like a lot of, I've been getting more into SMT and Persona lately. But um Persona Five Royal is my game of the year. Who would have guessed? Uh, but that just stems to the fact that I think that the new stuff that they add it adds a lot to the game. Things are a lot more streamlined than they already were. In, The original five and the new characters, Maruki and uh, Kasumi, are great. Um, And the new and the especially the third semester is like probably like the best arc in the game. Like I was I was surprised at what exactly that is about, and I can't say anything about it because that's spoiler territory. But it's really good
0: stuff overall. It's basically what. Uh, what golden probably should have been, or, uh, it... honestly, yeah, in
1: some cases because I mean, Persona Four is probably still my favorite game, but Royal's kind of rivaling that because of what they add. Um, but yeah, Golden is. I mean, my only issue with Golden is Marie, <laughs> which seems to be a lot of some of people's uh, problem with it because she only becomes plot relevant. Towards the end,
0: yeah. And if and if you and you have to max out her social link before you even get to that point where she actually becomes relevant. Well,
1: I mean, you kind of have to do that with uh, three confidants in a royal in order to access the third semester. I'm not going to say which ones, um, but it's, it might be obvious which ones that you have to do. But um, the new ones. The, okay, well, yeah, two of two of the new ones, yes, and. Uh, Okay, final say it. Uh, you have to max out Maruki, uh, Kasumi, and uh, Akechi in order to get. Yeah, like he's to an actual
0: semester. confidant th- th- this time. Yeah, that
1: too. I forgot about that. Akechi, they retooled his confidant, and now it's actually like a confidant, and it doesn't progress with plot um, like with Morgana and Sai, Which adds a lot to Akechi's character, by the way, and it actually, and it actually made me uh, like him this time around. Compared to my first playthrough of per- original Persona 5 where I just did not like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on the boat where like, I don't think he's a he's he's a bad character and I kind of like him. I just kind of don't like what they end up doing with him in the original Persona 5. Yeah. He's just kind of like, <laughs> it's like, in it, the it, original it, it does he seem came... like Wasted Potential.
1: Yeah, it's Wasted Potential. That was the main thing with me. And it also made him come off as like a whiny little brat because he wasn't getting his way too so that also Like a downgraded
0: me... light yagami yeah
1: <laughs> uh a da- no a downgraded light yagami uh with the mindset of adachi from 4 um yeah anyway <laughs> yeah but royal is my game of the year because of all the reasons that I stated it's it's really great. It's a very awesome upgrade to an already awesome game. So get it. <laughs> it's good.
0: Yeah, and if you're one of the lucky ones, you could probably find it for like 20 bucks because apparently it's always been on it's sale. It's always going on sale. <sighs> I t- I don't don't know why. Uh, uh, they just have so many copies of it apparently.
1: And also weird flex, but I also got the Phantom Thieves edition, which is the special edition which comes with all which comes with an art book, soundtrack, and uh a lot of cool other cool little things. Also the game in a steel case. It was a steel book case. Which is which is nice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Also, also a joker mask. I forgot about that. It's sitting oh, yeah, on display in my room and I completely forgot that it was there <laughs> for a second. Um anyway.
0: All right then. Well, um I think now that we have said, said said our our pieces on what our game of the years are and um just thinking about 2020 I I still think 2019 was a better year for for games um mm. looking looking back on it but you know um this was I think the best year for our backlogs and yeah uh and I, I mean I know I can say that for, for me because like I finally got around to doing I was playing a lot more, uh, so it's it, it, so that's nice, you know. Thank you. Um, thanks for finally getting normal heroes on the Switch, so that's good. I'm and that not... we still
1: didn't get Travis touchdown as a fighter.
0: <laughs> you, you know what? I'm you know what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I knew I knew I knew that was a long shot. That was a long long shot that that was gonna happen. Almost as uh,
1: long of a long shot with like a with Gino. Or. You think well, like, is a you know, Well,
0: even then, Geno's been a character that people have been wanting for longer. That's the thing. But, yeah. you know, still. Uh, uh, just being able to not have to break the bank to play No More Heroes 2 was enough for me. <laughs> it was like, I was, not, I was not willing to spend like a hundred bucks for a Wii version.
1: Oh god, it goes for that much now?
0: Uh, yeah. Um... Jeez. It's it's incredible. I I don't know why, because apparently in the UK though it's a little easier to to get, come by. So uh, I don't I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, now you can just play the HD version, which just looks a lot better and also controls very nicely. So get that. That's my recommendation. If you have a Switch, no more heroes. Go play it. It's great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what's your guys's uh, game of the years? You got. Any of those that you've played, um, you can put them down in the comments of the YouTube uh, or just type in the comments of, of the uh, website, uh, com. In case you guys don't know, I, I have a website and also a YouTube channel that I just post all these now. So, yay! Yeah, that's a thing. I finally got got around to doing that. That's one thing that I, I wanted to do at the beginning of the year um, and just could never find a good way to properly integrate it but uh i did now so that's great um since this is the last uh episode of the podcast in terms of for 2020 um i i, I do want to say that uh, uh there'll probably be uh some schedule changes moving into 2021 um and that uh i'll probably be announcing that maybe on an update uh on the site probably on new year's day or something i'm um, uh just to keep you guys more informed of my plan moving forward uh with the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um with that said though I hope you all have a happy new year. Thank God 2020 is over and we Thank can look towards the Lord <laughs> we can finally look towards the, the future. Um and uh, I want to thank my uh, guest here Nick for coming on he has his own YouTube channel too you should probably check check that out uh, uh, that's, be links. Uh,
1: that's uh, on YouTube at Clay Entertainment you can also follow me on Twitter at Clay Entertain uh, been working on life and inkling trying to get back into that um, but I also post uh, drawings that I do on uh, my iPad and I just post whenever I feel like I have the time so uh yeah check me out if you want to
0: Yeah. And with that said, have yourselves a fantastic night and take care.